agency of the user is pivotal in ensuring informational privacy i think that is what it strikes at truly like that this this whole act of what you could argue is a bit duplicitous or is perceived as duplicitous is essentially striking at that very agency of the user hello and welcome to the philosophy and law of information regulation in india hosted by the center for law and policy research in bangalore privacy and data protection has been the focus of regulatory debates around the world and in india for a few decades now with the emergence of social media firms like facebook and twitter the conversation has never been more urgent the practices and policies of social media firms are crucial to this regulatory conversation about how we deal with different expectations of privacy however Despite heated policy debates and public conversations about online data protection there have been few empirical studies examining perceptions of indian users on online platforms with respect to their ideas about privacy bridging this gap is a wonderful paper by nathan amin johar and abhishek gupta who've conducted an empirical analysis of indian social media's media users' privacy expectations and to share their findings today we have amin johar Hi Amin. Hi Devish, thanks for having me here. Thanks uh, for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um if you would please introduce yourself and your co-authors. Absolutely. So my name is Amin Johar. I'm currently working as a senior resident fellow with the Vidhi Center for Legal Policy. And uh, my own interest areas are broadly AI ethics and governance of AI. and i have also previously worked on access to justice issues and judicial reforms my co-authors are uh, mr abhishek gupta who is the founder of the montreal ai ethics institute and is a principal researcher at microsoft and uh, ms nathan who is a phd candidate in new york and is basically a sociologist in her background That's great. Thanks for the introduction, and um, I've had a great time reading your paper, and it makes a really important contribution to this conversation that we're in the middle of about how do we regulate for data protection and privacy. Um, but to take a step back, uh, do you want to explain from you know your learnings from your paper on how the policies and practices of social media firms impact understanding of user privacy? um particularly with the focus as you've focused on 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 their terms and conditions and privacy policies yeah i mean i think it's it's a complicated question but i would say that uh what became sort of clear to us while we were conducting both the survey as well as the subsequent uh focus group conversations was that people like at least the people we have spoken to and surveyed they are very keen as users of these platforms to have better agency and better understanding i think uh it is it is something so that i think there's basically a gap between the intention between so let me i, I would speak about this in terms of the documents that or the two avenues that we investigated which is say the privacy policy in terms of usage or the user interface so privacy policies typically typically should be designed in a way that they give information to the user about what their rights are and how their data will be used essentially what they have been 
reduced to or what they've transformed into are legal instruments which are primarily drafted by say the lawyers of a big tech company like a facebook or a twitter with the intention of safeguarding their interests and ins- interests and ensuring legal compliance so that fundamentally alters the nature of what this document is supposed to do it has become more contractual rather than a policy document policy documents fundamentally are supposed to be informative and give a lucid understanding of what a problem is and how it is being dealt with and in case of privacy policies it should give clear direction or clear understanding of where the data is being channeled and what kind of data is being utilized but instead what you see is information overload or different kinds of tactics being adopted and i think that is something that affects the perception of the user as well fundamentally because then like the most obvious impact is there is a trust deficit whether like even if a social media company is trying its best to sort of be ethical about the way they harness data and share data i think there is at least from the surveys that we did there is clearly a lack of that trust there is no good faith so to say when it comes to like like there is genuinely a belief that the idea is always to take as much giving them any clear either remedy against it or even giving them information about it and i think like as uh, it has been said in the puttaswami judgment that agency of the user is pivotal in ensuring informational privacy i think that is what it strikes at truly like that this this whole act of what you could argue is a bit duplicitous or is perceived as duplicitous is essentially striking at that very agency of the user so i think that is something most of us who are reading any kind of privacy literature would probably be familiar with but it's good i think like what empirical research especially qualitative research does is give you like some concrete and some very uh, eye opening real life specimens of how this is happening and why this is such a big concern and it it like theoretically we will come up with ideas of like you can counter this you know make policies better but like how how do you make policies better because there is going to be that always that trade off between like someone will say that i want maximum information but i also want information presented to me in an in a in an understandable comprehensible fashion right how do you get to that balance so these contexts i think like so qualitative research will typically set give you these more nuanced contexts to a problem but may or may not give you actual solutions to them which you will still have to work on right and that was actually kind of yeah uh, you preempted my next question which is about uh, you know why you think and i suppose why this particular methodology um, is important in the current conversation that we're having um you know and and just maybe to step a little bit outside of your paper um where do you think current understandings of privacy are coming from um if not if not rooted in empirical understandings um, and contextual understandings of privacy from users themselves so i yeah i think that your paper does a great job of kind of trying to center the conversation around indian social media users um apart from broad generalizations about user privacy so i just wanted to kind of yeah i guess my question was um you know in the indian context why do you think that this empirical research on user behavior is particularly important i think there are uh one 
as i already mentioned i think uh, empirical research brings a certain kind of nuance that pure doctrinal research may not be able to give uh, like you are going to actually investigate through user experiences and get a sense of why somebody or why maybe like say my intuitive understanding that okay i may intuitively feel having read a lot of theory on how social media works but that may be like my own bias and therefore guiding my intuition and allowing me to feel that you know when it comes to data harnessing there have been so many incidents so it will be problematic i may personally not have experienced that in my own usage but i think that is the kind of uh, like use like like having those kind of real life examples is key when you are talking about empirical research and that is the like in my opinion that is the big value addition that it does i would say like like a part of your question was like what has guided uh, privacy discourse so at least my understanding is that in india the whole privacy like this uh, this whole privacy this, uh, discussion has certainly found a watershed in the aadhaar movement and like puttaswami obviously triggered like a whole set of ideas that were previously like have been talked about and written about by some legal scholars but were not like i don't think a lot of people will thinking that they will suddenly be a judicial action sort of verified that and i think puttaswami in one sense gave that kind of momentum and brought to reality by establishing that there is a fundamental right to privacy which then sort of also gave a uh, further momentum on the larger data protection arguments and this obviously has like this whole scene in india has happened while internationally we have seen social media companies grow there have been incidents like cambridge analytica which have seriously made people question one the value of self regulation by big tech and more importantly how effective that is in terms of like safeguarding the interest of the user particularly with respect to their data mm-hmm. so i think these ideas have largely driven the whole notions on like okay a big tech may not be entirely ethical when they're trying to essentially extrapolate your data or harness it and you may have to be very careful you may need to read between the lines of privacy policies to completely comprehend what is being done and even if you do all that exercise if you go to all that detail uh you may still not find things like what are the exact third parties your data is going to so there are still like despite all the effort that you may put in there are still going to be avenues which or questions which will potentially remain unanswered so i think these have been the larger points even internationally but the the precipitation of this discourse is happening because of certain incidents happening and i think uh, what empirical research can do is what i said earlier basically enrich this understanding by examining real uh, real life human experience with these things so if you actually study like we know that cambridge analytica was a bad watershed or like is this infamous case that has happened but to purely study it like in the sense of like okay they so they harnessed millions of millions of uh, users information and essentially did things like manipulate the us election or manipulate the brexit vote and things like that now that's a very broad stroke but you may actually want to investigate deeper into uh, understanding why someone is writing that an individual's behavior was actually manipulated now that is the nuance that you will not be able to get purely through a doctrinal research you will have to talk 
you yeah. will have to investigate and listen to people or like do some kind of field work in that sense or conduct some kind of qualitative research which will give you a better sense of why is this argument which has now become like like such so, so commonplace and everybody just accepts it so it's almost reaching that point like people will not even question or challenge it why has it reached that kind of uh, you know that importance or that priority within this discourse what are the deeper reasons why in like someone's psyche or is it purely political that they felt that this was biased or like things like that so like mm-hmm. i think like i have sort of meandered into different areas in this conversation but my key point is that there is nuance and context to these ideas and these debates within the theory which is what is crucially uh, sort of supplemented through empirical research and it it is important like it may not entire like so i won't say now that we have surveyed say some 500 uh, sorry a few hundred people and then we've spoken to them this is going to now impact the bureaucrats mindset about how they want to draft the privacy protection bill but ideally these are also things that should feature in some part of this discourse when you're talking about like like the law and statute is one element of the discourse on informational privacy mm-hmm. but if your discourse is completely is chewing any kind of informa- empirical research or is not incentivizing enough of it then there is a serious lacking in it absolutely and and i guess that brings us to the kind of the, the last question about how you designed this method um so how did you design your survey and think about and finally i guess what were the results of um the, what were the results of your study in terms of what did you what new insight did you gain about it in context and what can regulators learn from that so uh i'll answer it i think like in the different parts one like the designing was i have to say that's where i think we really banked on nas prowess as a sociologist and a social science researcher uh we essentially zeroed in on social media platforms because it was something of personal interest to us like we had been having these conversations internally generally on like social media regulation even prior to this paper and having examined this thing so we wanted to also study the privacy debate through the social media lens but instead of doing the usual that okay social media has these flaws or like these this is the this is what typically the literature says the I, we i think like what we found very interesting was this earlier two papers that we saw where some kind of users perspectives have been captured even in the indian context but those were done like those were like in all encompassing debates on like how indians view privacy and i think uh, that basically let us set that we should focus one on social media so we went around trying to identify how we can effectively see maybe four or five platforms which have the highest amount of usage so that that could be like that could uh, essentially justify why we are selecting certain specific platforms over the others for the study therein then we essentially designed our questionnaire which was uh the intention behind that questionnaire was broadly uh, to answer two main questions one is like we felt that there is taking from the privacy paradox theory that 
even in india our hypothesis was that even in india it's not that people don't want uh, privacy but are they doing enough doing enough in what sense like a tangible measure of doing enough would be are they reading their privacy documents are they familiarizing themselves with the ui so those were the initial two questions that we had and from there i think uh, we realized that we probably need to investigate more on the complexities of these and how uh, like say uh, like either the legal fees or information overload in in policy documents or like how the navigation navigational challenges of ui especially with privacy settings adds to this kind of privacy paradox that might be there in the indian context so what we found is that the previous two studies that i was just talking about they did identify like sort of to a certain extent they do establish this kind of a privacy paradox there because they had surveyed people and people did talk about this and yet at the same time when they were questioned about so how do you safeguard your privacy they weren't very confident in answering those questions so it 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 could be deduced from there that there's this privacy paradox that does exist we wanted to study how is this accentuated or made worse through like the complexity of both the terms and policy and terms of use and privacy policy as well as ui that is where like broadly our methodology was uh, so we surveyed the people and i think the survey in itself was not purely like a yes or no thing we had some more open ended question because we wanted people to answer things with greater detail but uh, we also felt that bolstering our inputs with some kind of conversations would be helpful uh, even if they turn out to be a bit repetitive so that's where like we thought like we will at least uh, do fo- four focus groups with like a like a quarter of the total number of people that we surveyed and that's how we did it uh our findings i think again like purely in a regulatory sense i don't know how effective empiricals like ideally yes this like empirical evidence should be guiding how uh you know even policy makers talk about privacy uh, so in the indian context like like with the data protection bill still being pending i'm not entirely sure like how these debates have happened like on like the sheer diversity with which people in india think about the issue of privacy like there are some who are absolutely okay with like you know like even sharing thing like very personal details like their own religion or their even their telephone numbers and things like that and then on the other hand there are people who are not like like people who would be quite reticent about that so there is that diversity but is your bill actually addressing that diversity or is it taking that monoscopic uh, general uh, view where most uh, privacy regulation is happening right now internationally which is like okay there there are these core elements that you need to preserve so i think like there is that diver- like so purely from a policy makers perspective i i think like one key takeaway would be to appreciate the diversity of opinions and see consider how if you're talking about restoring agency through the data protection bill then how can you effectuate it for a diverse base rather than bringing in a singular point of view and sort of making it like a straight jacket formula and uh, other than that like i think there are like i would say that this paper in one sense i think it's a larger contribution to the discourse on the space where it's not just about how the policy maker and the regulator is thinking but i think like empirical evidence generally needs to be more uh, commonplace 
at least even in india when when you're talking about this and it's not like that was something that we did not find when we first started doing this paper so that's broadly where where we are with this awesome thanks that was a uh, yeah that is really helpful sorry and... if i short over time i'm not entirely certain about that uh, that's all right no that was, that was really um, helpful and i think that this paper does make a really important contribution i think both explaining and going beyond that binary of the privacy paradox but also providing valuable information about um how users experience social media and what their expectations of privacy are and i think we need a lot more studies like this and maybe building from your work going forward um so that's all from us and uh, thank you so much i mean for joining us and uh, we hope um, everybody listening in also reads the full text of the paper and i think yeah i think it's a wonderful contribution to information thank regulation you, or, thank you or privacy. thank you thank you bye bye have a good day bye, bye. see you